Was that for dog barking or is that a dog barking outside? <laughs> that was for the dog bark. <laughs> is this the intro sound to the uh, Too Many Jams woof. podcast? Woof, 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 woof bark, Welcome bark. to the dog pound. <laughs> <laughs> Too Many Jams, a show about all things 20-year-old. With help from friends, experts, and our own personal experiences, we hope to shed some light on those things that leave our age group, or age group, <laughs> lost and confused. Uh, you got asthma, dude? Uh, <laughs> slight case. Slight case? Cool. Variable case. Um, Are we so we're going. Oh, yeah. we're going. That's, that's what to do, do, baby? What to do, baby? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the best way to start a podcast is when you don't expect it. Yeah, yeah, we're pros. Yeah, uh, we're here with our official beer of the pod, True History Brewing. We got Matt Tompkins, Adam Shire. Uh, we've been talking about this for a few weeks now since we have. T- we've this had is Tomp- exciting. Are you excited? Since, yeah, I'm well, excited. I've, I've, I've been excited for this episode since we last spoke with Matt and we had him sitting here and uh, he brought this whole uh, true history in front of us. So it's so, finally happening. So let's talk a bit about what we're going to do today. Yeah. Uh, first off, I just want to say I feel like in the middle seat of a cab right now. Yeah. This oh, is <laughs> same. No shoulder space. No yeah, shoulder space. We got to keep you guys in frame. You know what? I could, I could frame out a little bit. Give us a little... You know, room you to move. Relax a little Ooh, bit, maybe. There you go. There, yeah. There we go. <laughs> just a little bit of shoulder space. Um, yeah, uh, we kind of wanted to just uh, since we last spoke, um, I wanted to bring on Adam, who officially joined after th- our last pod. I think. You'd always, yeah, I'd been I like had... speaking with you, but you, I didn't like bring you on until probably right after it might have been like the week yeah dude we're, I don't know if it was official yet were yeah, you undecided what's going on like you have uh, doubts true well, history doubts <laughs> true history doubts uh no i was um working uh before at a craft beer bar down uh town so i was just kind of trying to figure out where that was going to lead me in terms of committing to this mm-hmm. and what my uh my time disbursement would be uh but then i was like kind of just like can we swear on this uh, you know what? We'll yeah. let it slide for you. Okay. Normally, this is a Christian podcast. I just said <laughs> I'm Jewish. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we sorry, are breaking sorry, a lot of rules today. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just said fuck it and was like, "This is what I've kind of my end goal was the whole time." So might as well jump on board with a, a good bud and see where it takes us. Yeah, like your end goal was probably you probably thought, oh, you know, I'm just going to get in this industry and like eventually one day I'll be able to start a craft beer. And then exactly Tompkins it. is like, yo, yeah. I'm starting a craft beer right now. Yeah. And you're like, okay. I'm like, I, g- I guess, man. But like, <laughs> it's kind of weird because like you, ha- you think you have goals in your head and you're, and you kind of have like a general path of how you want to get to them. And then someone comes along and is like, oh wait, here's a quicker path. And it actually kind of takes you by surprise. Yeah. Cause you're like, oh I guess this is easier, but like, is it too easy? Like, is this going to actually work out how I think it is? But so, like, ultimately you just got to say yes to shit. So right? has it been everything you imagined and it's, more working, listen, with, like, uh, working with Matt here? We, we, working with my, the human my work wife here. We have a, <laughs> Look at the shirt today. Yeah, <laughs> I like that, it. Yeah, he's no, he's, he's peacocking. It. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, last uh, time I didn't know we were filming and I showed up in overalls and a sweater and I was like, yeah. oh, cool camera. This would be fun. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be really fun color editing this video because um, if I turn up the saturation at all, you're just going to be popping over there. like a small sun. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> Oh, be careful. 
Uh, so, yeah, you wanted to start off by introducing Mr. Adam here, and he officially joined after you. Yeah, were on so the pod. last time we were speaking, I think one of the big things we were talking about was the concept of like. Um, one of the things we said was like never knock a side hustle because it can turn into your full hustle really soon. And when we were speaking last, like this was kind of going to be a side project for me. Um, you know, bring in some beer, see how it goes. Um, start it really slow, start it kind of easy. And it kind of, ex it exploded a lot quicker than I really ever thought it was going to. But even before that, I knew like, I know the, like the creative stuff I really was like really, really, interested in and then um i just know that i needed someone to like come on board and actually like understand the beer world more than i did and adam knows it better than anyone that i know i can attest to that we went on a trip to boston a few friends and i and adam was texting around the horn for us to pick up some beer he really liked <laughs> um in boston we're all like dude adam keeps hitting us up to pick up this fucking beer dude i don't think he responded town. to that message I either <laughs> what, what is this beer uh boston is just like kind of a massachusetts it's kind of just like a hotbed for really awesome beer yeah. and there's a specific brewery down there called trillium brewing okay who kind of like i don't know if you guys know anything about samuel this. adams Sa sam adams yeah man yeah dude they're, they're killing it um they kind of start we're one of the breweries that started the whole like kind of hazy ipa trend which is like usually when people think of ipas they're get, I mean, getting geeky here i guess but like people think like super bitter like clear beers west coast like piney citrusy and they started this whole thing that was like super low bitterness almost tastes like you're and smells like you're drinking tropical fruit juice we brought a still using yeah just as still using the same amount of hops just in a different yes. way we Actually, brought more hops. we brought a couple for you guys to try because when we spoke last one of the big things we wanted to talk about was just like um the idea of what craft beer is and i think the idea of what craft people think craft beer is and i think there's like there was a notion 10 years ago correct me if i'm wrong where it was like yeah i got it yeah you don't though <laughs> you, you, you tell me you got it you turn left and your mic didn't go with you all right put just, it closer to your mouth <laughs> put just it to your bad. mouth as dave would say yeah uh there was this i concept of what kind of craft beer was 10 years ago is just kind of what you were describing like super bitter weird flavors so hoppy to the point that it's only like enjoyable like just brown liquor sort of stuff and then yeah, i think we all like beer nerds that just dive into those ones eh? Like, yeah birds <laughs> birds <laughs> <laughs> and then we so we uh, i think one of the things about kind of working in the craft beer industry now and like getting into it over the last almost like two years now is how it was because i thought that way too and it was just like oh it's really different there's like some really insane flavors out there that aren't just super hoppy bitter like pine tar sort of thing yeah and you know what i've noticed that recently too because i'm not particularly one that loves the the super bitter hoppy beers mm -hmm. but the IPAs that I've been trying lately from these same craft breweries that I normally associate with them having those bitter flavors, mm -hmm. uh, they've been introducing these more fruitier citrusy uh, IPAs that they're actually easier drinking and they've slowly become like uh, more enjoyable for me. Yeah, for sure, I've, been, for sure. I've been able to like what you're talking about exactly because I was telling people IPAs, I don't know anything about beer, right? So they give me a script when I bartend. Like IPAs are hoppy and stuff like that. We've been serving. I guess I now know what a hazy IPA is. Yeah. There's an IPA that looked like it had a little bit of like white. The color. Lost Orbit? Or yes. Is that what you're talking about? Exactly. Yes. 
and yeah. I was like, oh, it's it's hoppy it's like and stuff. Chalky, like yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. And then I tried it. And I'm like, no. I was like, it's fruity. Yeah. It's like what yeah. the fuck? Who lied? So, <laughs> who do I need to talk yeah. to here? <laughs> um, I also want to say we got a lot of good feedback on your episode. Uh, from yes. friends and uh, I'm very interesting. friends, lovers, and, and, or, or just anyone that listens, <laughs> and and people particularly made comments uh, to me about uh, the overalls. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, your attire, the overalls. Who is this swag daddy you got talking about beer on there? Um, but uh, your recession. People liked your recession-proof comment in uh, in particular. Oh yeah, they they, they made a point of we- saying that. So yeah, I wish I could take credit for that, but I I hear that a lot just from people kind of within the beer world that it is recession proof. Like all alcohol yeah. is recession proof. You drink when you're happy and you drink when you're sad. And <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully yeah. we I'm don't get to test that theory soon. But because I'm sad, I drink because I'm happy, sad, bored, <laughs> celebrating, washing away the pain. Almost it works everywhere. Yeah, it really does. Um, right? yeah. uh, so Raptors parade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, win, lose, yeah. tie. Win, yeah. win, lose, we booze. Win, lose, we booze. Yeah, get that tatted on you. Um, so are we gonna are we gonna get to taste? What are we doing today? Are we gonna get to taste it? Like we're gonna taste some of our beer. We're gonna taste some other beers. We brought some kind of hazy IPAs to maybe expose you guys to. We brought the world some other. Beer. I love being exposed. <laughs> some other nice. some other pill. <laughs> Halfway through that sentence, I knew that was coming, and I wanted to take it back. <laughs> little, little history too. I went to high school with these two guys. It's, it's not these aren't just uh, strangers off the street here. Uh, so we go way back. Uh, and way back. I, I I don't know. Like, were you always a beer guy in high school? No, very much not. Actually, I uh, I guess should I give like a little bit of background? yeah? Tell us a little yeah, bit about, about yourself. About yourself. Okay, cool. I'm gonna stack. I can't look at everyone. Um, <laughs> I was very much not a beer guy. I just kind of like drank with like yeah. everyone. I was like James Ready when we were yeah. drinking in high school. Wine yeah. coolers. Like, you were yeah. drinking a lot of yeah. uh, Smirnoff ice. The mini Coronas from my dad's fridge yes. downstairs. Don't know why we had those. Yeah, we used to call you great. Smirnoff Ice Shire. I remember that. I. <laughs> To my face. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. So and then I, I honestly, I didn't get into beer probably until maybe like five years ago. Um, my cousin actually, we kind of have like a cottage, my aunt's cottage, we all congregate at, and he would start bringing beers from Bellwoods, just like random shit. And I honestly hated it at first, and then uh, started, you know, it's kind of like a gateway thing. Like he brought one beer up, and I was like. Oh, Get a, get get behind this, and then it just kept going from there. And then when I get going on something, I just get obsessed. So I started watching like honestly, just like <laughs> super lame, but like beer reviews on YouTube, just like researching breweries in different places I went to, trying to find beers from them, beer trends, and just kind of dove head to it, head first into it. And like at the time, I was working in finance because I went to school at McGill for it, economics. It's finance, but it's finance. We, we can keep going. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll adjust my pronunciation you, yes. for you. <laughs> I was working in uh, finance Thanks. and uh, just kind of hated it. Hated office life, hated office politics. And I was like, don't really have any responsibilities right now. Uh, why don't I start homebrewing and see if I can eventually open up my own brewery? Yeah, you didn't were, really you, know the in-between. You were like making them on your balcony, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, bathtub, balcony, <laughs> wherever, wherever it was. <laughs> toilet bowl. <laughs> toilet Anywhere, bowl. man. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I just started going off with that. And then eventually I got a job at this bar and just thought it would all kind of work out in between. And then Matt came along and here we are. That's a very Coles Notes version. Yeah, yeah. There was a little bit of, there's some spurts of unemployment in there. Um, yeah, yeah. Long spurts. <coughs> looking for a job <laughs> uh, at a brewery or a bar or whatever. But yeah, 
that's kind of how I got into it. So it's pretty Fair. recent. No, no, it's 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 very relatable story to like many of the people that we spoke that we speak to on the podcast. Yeah. Plus, also like comparable to what Trav and I are doing and have gone through. Yeah, it. Matt so. finds himself in the middle of a lot of dreams. <laughs> Is, what's that about? That's I. I that uh, that's kind of true, I guess. Like a little bit. I mean, especially with like. I don't know, directing your guys' music video, which is dropping July 20th. Hell yeah, man, yeah. this Thursday. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> Looking good. And then, um, good. and then yeah, with this brewery, kind of just bringing, um, trying to find like the people in my life who want to do kind of interesting stuff and be like, hey, why don't we do it together? Yeah. Because doing stuff by yourself is lame and it's also really hard. Um, but yeah, I guess finding yourself in the... I don't mind finding myself in a lot of dreams. That's I, that's better than finding yourself in a lot of nightmares. That's true. Yeah. yeah and also, yeah, you pop up in my dreams a lot in the evening too. So <laughs> shout out to that. Um, but uh, should we get into it? Let's let's check out some of these beers. Yeah. Some beers. Yeah. It's, I think we let's can... Yeah. Um, should we start off with... Quickly, ours. Yeah. What's up? Yes. Yes. Let's start well, off with. Well, let's start off with your guys' beer. But yeah. I just wanted to ask you. You had a name for these glasses. Oh, um, it's called yeah. a, if, if if you're watching the video, uh, you can see these glasses that True History has designed, and they're super cool. And they've got a special name for them. Adam. It's a Madrid Pilsner glass. Uh, I to be honest, I don't know where the Madrid aspect comes from. Yeah. Spain. But it's just a. Pro- Sorry. It's, it's, it's a I city know in where Spain. Madrid is. Spain's in Europe. <laughs> Europe is across the ocean. I don't do geography good. <laughs> uh, I don't know why that's part of the glass name. Okay. But uh, is there this is a proper a, Pilsner glass. Is there a reason to the shape? Um, usually it's kind of the same as with wine glasses. Uh, just like for different types of beer, have different aromatics. Um, yeah. And those different those shapes those just kind of funnel nice. them to your nose better. Yeah. And as we know, like smell is a huge uh, portion of taste. So we taste with just, our nose. Help with that. Cool. We taste with our nose. Okay. Yes. Okay, yeah. so this so this is going to be the first we're even seeing your can, your designs and all that as well. Yeah. Yeah, this is um yeah, the first like large scale um viewing of the cans. Um which is exciting. We we actually we did a photo shoot last weekend. Last uh, weekend, yeah. Yeah, for for the beer which will be coming out relatively soon, we hope, uh, which is, you know, there's few things that we like to, we're very pessimistic people and we basically, between me and Adam, we just spend most of the day like shitting on ourselves and the world around us. That's gross, dude. But the, <laughs> 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 um, but, that, but the photo shoot we did when we release it is pretty insane. Yeah, we're pretty happy That's the that. one thing that we're really proud of. Yeah. So <clears throat> and and, and the, the beer and the beer and the beer yeah yeah more the photos one of the major compliments we were giving Tompkins last time was how cool his he was able to make the story of his beer and just how nobody really thinks like that uh, and if you we went on your Instagram page and the artwork from your comic is so cool yeah like the farmer like that little story where he ends up like farming the clouds <laughs> yeah. in the sky so I I put up the can to the uh, the video if you're watching on YouTube. Um, but right now they have one of those like raw can looks with the uh, sticker label on it. Blue. You got yeah. a cloud with some molecules in it uh, looking really spacey and cool. And uh, you have your, your UFO symbol on the back, the trademark logo. The molecules in the cloud are actually a crop circle. but Okay. Yeah. Can I read the mm-hmm. label We want here? you to look at them as whatever you want to see them as. Okay. Mm-hmm. But so they're a crop circle. They're a crop, <laughs> crop circle, <laughs> so <laughs> not molecules. It says here, June 10th, 1927. 
A thunderous turbine spooling to life shakes the farmhouse to its foundation. Laffin, is that his name? Laffin? Yeah, Laffin is my grandfather's name. So I wanted to honor him because my dad's been a big part of uh, this journey in in brewing. Um, So he's the farmer in the sky in the comic? Yeah, in the comic, that's that's him. Even deeper. Laffin. Laffin. We're laughing out here. I actually didn't know that. Um, Laffin springs forward in bed as as if he launched from a catapult. A blinding light of celestial hues pans across his window, dot, dot, dot. Learn more at True History Brewing. Love it. I really like the design of the eyes. Design of these. I gotta say, I'm a fan of the the sticker over the wrapping it's as well. So much. That's. I think it looks. It a makes lot it. It gives it this. It's super clean and also just like it feels a bit more. What's the word? You had a good descriptor for it. I feel like it feels more like. Feels more authentic. It feels more like. Yeah. Um, there's it's, a sense. I mean. There's this sense that like we put the sticker on ourselves. We yeah. didn't. Yeah. There's a machine that does that. Um, yeah. When you reached out to me, you're like, Trav, uh, do you need some work? And I was like, do you want me labeling, <laughs> labeling <your> bottles? bottles? <laughs> no. He's like, no, dude. <laughs> He's like, there's a machine. <laughs> yeah. But we like, we, that was a big, big thing for us. And actually, um, when we were designing the label, we got pushback from like a lot of people, even some people within the LCBO who were like, do you want to make it a full wrap? Like full wraps are better. And we were just like, no, 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 no. We want it to be a sticker. Uh, once you kind of get into the craft beer world and you start drinking a lot of craft beers, you start to just like most associate stickers with beers. Like that's the way it should be. Like most breweries. It feels more yeah. in a good way, small scale. It doesn't feel so like mm-hmm. mass produced. It's like you totally. made this on your balcony. Yeah. In my yeah. bathtub. In your bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we have your dry hopped pilsner here. Should we give it? Let's give it a give pour. It? Yeah, yeah, let's give it a pour. Um, do you want to say something? But because I mean, so what? One of the big reasons I brought Shire into this was um, I knew what I liked, but I didn't know like what to kind of brew. Like what would be the first beer that we'd uh, that we'd brew? Mm-hmm. So I was. It started with me just like asking Shire as a friend who I know who liked beer was like being like, oh, do you. What do you think? What do you think? And then just the more like he got down to the absolute specifics of like what we should brew and why. So he's like, we should, you should brew a Pilsner and you should make a dry hop because that adds some craft aspect to it. And Pilsners are going to be really popular. The whole kind of scene and the beer drinking audience is turning towards lighter styles uh, from the big hazy IPAs. You're like 7%. And I was just like, okay, that's cool. And as we've been going through the LCBO process, you know, and when we told them, they're like, okay, so what's the beer? And I was like, oh, it's a Pilsner. It's 4.9%. They're like, that is exactly what we're looking for. Like, that is what we want. That's everything that we like are, we've been, you know, seeing is saying that's where it's trending to. And then I was just like, okay, so Adam's worth having. Like, (laughs) <laughs> I, up until that point, it was <laughs> took him a while to like, get there. I don't but, know. <laughs> yeah. but then a, it was just it was just it was so kind of is one of those things you like you're on the phone with the spill and you kind of just like turn you're like oh shit you got that you nailed that. Well, it's like like Matt was saying you drink all these massive beers and like honestly I would even say that like a pilsner is just as craft. I don't love using that word because it seems a little bit pretentious to be honest to me. But and I don't like sounding like that. But like pilsners are if you really look at it the hardest style of beer to make because there's nothing to hide behind. Oh, it's okay. Let me just, uh, uh, he broke broke his own rule. Oh, that's Graham calling about Thursday. Unfortunately, uh, Robbie, I, he's basically the calling board. This guy gets 20 calls a day. (laughs) Like it's insanity. Um, 
but yeah, sorry to cut you off there. No, it's all good. Yeah. So rudely um, got called. This sorry, podcast dude. is the sticker labels of podcasts. <laughs> Just real authentic, you know, real homemade. But the thing about the thing about a podcast at home like this is, you know, you almost have nothing to hide, right? This podcast is done on balconies, in bathtubs, yeah, and in exactly. toilets. This, this is a pilsner of podcasts. We expose ourselves on this yeah, podcast. Yeah. Always exposing um, ourselves. Yeah, it's yes. actually it's to get back into the geeky stuff. Um, well, Adam talks. I'll just pour you guys beers. Yeah, yeah. cool, yeah. Um, Pilsers are actually just one of the hardest styles to make just because, like, there's nothing really to hide behind. Like, if you make a big IPA and it, there's some stuff that doesn't taste great about it, you have these big hops playing around that just kind of cover that, right? So I actually, like, one, wanted to try and make something like this because if you can make this well, I think you can kind of make anything well in a way. Yeah. And then nailed it. Two, like Matt said, I just think that people... Nailed that pour, sorry. We're just, like, it. tired of are getting tired of drinking these things that tire you out. And sometimes, like, honestly, I love drinking, like, Miller High Life. Like, that. I Me love too, that beer. Because right? I can drink 12 the time, of those. We got the beer. <laughs> Miller <laughs> beer. Oh, man, I love it. It's champagne. It's champagne. It is the champagne it, of beer. It really is. It, that's all I've been drinking to. Like, I've I've fully switched away from kind of exploring yeah. the, the craft stuff. And, you know, I, I, in some senses, I find it, Kind uh, I mean, it blew so it blew up so much. Yeah, it's kind of overwhelming to sometimes sift through. You're just like, I kind of want something easy drinking that, like, especially in the summertime, that I'm gonna go down to the docks and yeah. I can just like crush a bunch of these. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I don't have to worry about getting eight cans, one of each thing, and like looking at labels. At the and end. I also, I don't want a beer nerd talking to me. A bird? Yeah. When I'm drinking it. Yeah. You don't, you don't want birds talking <laughs> like to you? Like, if I crack one and they're like, oh, what kind of beer are you like? Like this, that, and I'm like, dude, shut up. I'm about to chug this. Why are you on my dock? <laughs> How did you get here? How do you, you, oh, you rode over in a 1940s handmade canoe, you hipster bird? <laughs> um... Should we? Yeah. What are the? Do you want How to do, do some of the tasting notes? No, no, no. Okay, so I want to know. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. No, no. I want our, to hear what you guys think. Thing, you guys yeah, our big thing. I don't like our, our big thing. Man. Our big thing about tasting notes was, um, we find them very valuable, but kind of. Um, there's certain there's certain things that if you taste like if you drink this and you're like oh peanut I really M&Ms. get like this guy always brings out peanut M Ms. No, like, I don't always bring out. There was there. one beer that really tasted like peanut M Ms to me. He's like, you're just wrong. I'm like, that's just your opinion, man. I really taste like chicken scallopini. It's like <laughs> no, you don't. Oh, that's dope. <laughs> but like ultimately, man, you notes of shrimp scampi in here. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, it's just like taste. I mean, if you guys want to tell us what you taste and you okay. smell, that's great. But like, it's just I'll enjoy it how you, you want to enjoy it. Stretching to take a sip there. I uh, my palate is very weak, so yes, yes, it needs to stretch or else I'll injure it. Oh fuck yeah! Cheers, cheers. Thank you for having us on. Yeah. Thank Thanks for coming, for coming, boys. Yeah. yeah. Okay, what are my notes here? Oh boy, I'm getting oh I'm boy. getting hints of high school. Oh, I actually. Do see, you feel I, that? Okay, so my um big thing. Our flats about, are gonna come with like a board, <laughs> like the James Ready <laughs> bottles, and you can play. We what? One of my favorite things. Um, oh, it's it's. Smooth. I'd rather That's than doing rather beer. than doing like tasting notes. I like doing just like how does it make you feel? Like what does it make you kind of feel like? Um. Happy? One of our, yeah, one of our big, uh, like, it's not really our slogan or our logo or anything, but one of our, like, our touchdowns, our philosophy is, like, it's beer for who you're with, not where you are. Um, 
That's what it tastes like. It tastes like who I'm with right now. All right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've tasted these guys before. Yeah, it tastes <laughs> like these guys. But, it's, <laughs> but I like that you said it's like it tastes like high school because it tastes like drinking, you know, beers with your buddies. No, it's very yeah. good. Like, it's very good. You it's, guys nailed it. It's, yeah. it's really we good. We know. It's, uh, <laughs> we know. Yeah. It's, it's, okay. smooth. it's, All it's right, got, dude. it's got that, it's got that Pilsner smoothness to it. And it kind of, the, the dry hopped kind of hits you at the beginning. It lets you know that it's there. And then it just like, it's, it's smooth afterwards. And I don't know, it's, it's like an easy drink. It's very beer. clean. It's, it's very, very clean. Drink. Yeah. Like I could personally drink these in a row without any issues dude my i was gonna give it a chuggability rating <laughs> <laughs> on a scale of one to nest tea <laughs> in terms of chuggability one to how much i want to do the plunge afterwards no joke this is first of all did you guys choose to to not carbonate it as much or is that a pilsner thing uh it's it's pretty normally carbonated for a pilsner it might but just like because it, it's it's a little bit warmer as well, well. it shouldn't it's no. it's, it's as not carbonated as it should be beers like so it's chug, well chuggability sometimes i find the carbonation gets in the way of yeah. and it's not that this doesn't have carbonation it sparkles in your mouth but i don't know why it's so chuggable it's like probably an eight out of nest tea <laughs> well i think it's because we um uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. We we don't actually don't drink as many pilsners as you think you do. There's not like a ton. Like if you go to the LCBO or the beer store and get like a Canadian or a Coors or even a PBR or anything like that, those aren't. Most of those aren't pilsners, right? They're more lagers, which have a bit more bite bite to them. Uh, it's, it's the other way around. Pilsners are like both these styles are lagered. But pilsners are gonna be like super crisp, super clean, not quite as sweet. Mm. Um, so that's like I think that that's I don't think it's necessarily. Firstly, like when it's out of a can, it's easier to chug. It's so easy to chug airflow and shit. Yeah. But like also, I think just like you might be super thirsty right now and just wanting a beer. I'm, and I'm also, well hydrated, and, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> I just drank an iced coffee and chugged two cups of water. So this is going down nice on its own. Sorry, I didn't mean to come across as... Yo, you know. dude, don't you get at me about my hydration, <laughs> dude. You know what I was going to say? You know what I like about this is that it's... Uh, like when you're, when you're looking for an easy drinking beer, you, you automatically like go you know you think light beers like bud light cores and stuff and those don't really have much flavor to them but this like sometimes you want like a little bit of flavor in like uh to, to an easy drinking beer right and this is one that you can yeah. drink a bunch of but it's still sort of got its own taste uh, profile to it, right yeah. you get what i'm yeah. saying i'm almost 100%. upset we drank bud light all weekend and i, and I was happy with that you yeah know, or sorry I, Coors, Coors light, light. You know what Coors Light? You know what Coors Light tastes Bud like. Bud Light is incredible. Bud Heavies, if you're feeling dangerous. Coors Light tastes like what, probably the the pee you'd have after drinking this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like nothing. There's nothing good in it. That's why, like, I love like Paps Miller High Life. Like these beers are great because yeah, they taste like there's nothing to not like about them. They just go down exactly infinitely easy. I brought yeah. a Paps out here for taste reference as well. I put it down there. That's exciting, and I thought that would get you excited. I'm su- it, it Paps just is easily one of my favorite beers, and it's, it's the fantastic. same way that like Miller Miller High Life is one of it's just like some of these beers. When you consider, like we're not sitting here and saying like craft is the only thing to drink. There's some really, really, really well made like massive macro scale breweries out there that you know do really, really good stuff, and they do it consistently, which is the hardest thing to do in beers to like 
every time you open a PBR, it's going to taste the same way. That's really hard to do. Have you found difficulty with that? Um, well, this is our first. This is our first go at it. So yeah, we yeah. don't know. Generally speaking, Fair, like yeah. we're hoping not. The like, like would would you know for something like this, a dry hopped pilsner, mm-hmm. um, from season to season, would the hops vary? Like in terms of where you get them from, oh, like definitely because of definitely weather and stuff. A hundred percent. You know, maybe one season they didn't grow as well. It's or the same so, as right? growing grapes for wine, right? Like that's why different vintages of wine are not the exact same, and some are more sought after than others because the grapes, the conditions they grew under that year were different. Right? Yeah, it's the same with hops. Like it's a really good point. Crazy. Um, no one ever talks about that. No one's ever told me it, about that. That's it's 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 actually it's a, it's an awesome point because it, it's a hundred percent true. I think that there's less variables that go into a pilsner. So like, mm-hmm. if we weren't dry hopping this, like, I mean, you're just it's just standard. It's water, it's barley, it's malt. So like, those so, can remain pretty consistent. Yeah, quickly. What yeah. are the what are the main characteristics of a pilsner? Pilsner, okay, like super classic pilsner. Light drinkability, crispness, a bit of more. Sorry, like Christmas. Christ- oh, Christmas. I think Christmas. You know, Christmas. I'm like, what do you know about that? <laughs> <laughs> December twenty fifth. I went to Crescent, man. I know yeah, a lot yeah, yeah. about it. Okay, fair. That was one of like seven and a half Jews. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Was um, that a lot? I I might have been the half Jew because you know. Yeah. Waist down. <laughs> <laughs> My brother. You know what I mean? Hit me. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. Oh. Yep. That's just water everywhere now. No, that's all good. We'll just um, seep under the floorboards, raise it. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> Wood uh, likes water. Sorry. Sorry. Continue. What was the question again? Uh, you were talking about Pilsner. But you like, said Christmas. Uh, for for ingredients-wise, though, what do you... Just like, so, water. Yeah. Which is honestly... When you think about beer, it's most of beer, so that's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these breweries that are really awesome, they get their water from well water, which is a huge advantage for them. Um, for like, if you're in a city, like you, it's how you treat your water with different chemicals, which I honestly am not going to pretend to know a ton about because I don't. Yeah. Um, oh, do you think that plays a factor as well? A hundred percent. That's that's interesting. A hundred percent. That's why like there's a lot of breweries in New York, which you would never think of, but New York apparently has some of the best water quality around. Really? Yeah. Like in I don't know if it's the states or North America, but they're these breweries make awesome beer. Obviously, you got to know what you're doing. Other than that, but yeah, it's a huge factor. Yeah. Um, sure. But you guys, uh, where you brew, what's your water source? Uh, um, because we brew out in Calgary, um, Calgary has some pretty great water. Polar bear tears. Yeah. (laughs) Being at the foot of the Rockies, um, a lot of glacier water, um, is, uh, glacier water is a big incorporation of what we do, uh, or what we do when we brew at last spike. Uh, so we try to get the best quality water that we can. Um, but one of the great things about, I think, craft beer and the way that we're starting this is like this we kind of look at as version one like this we're never going to be done with making farmer better yeah um and if we if we kind of on the next round go like hey maybe we want to try something different with the water that's something we can do maybe we want to try something different with the hops either the quantity of hops or maybe even choosing a different hop to begin with i think you kind of when you grow up the way we would grow up with seeing stuff like pbr and and uh and molson and coors and budweiser and stuff like that you're like it's beer you make it once and you it's like that works and it just goes um but like craft breweries are always tweaking the recipes and always making something different so like if you have farmer from batch one versus batch two we're hoping that it gets better 
and better could usually usually means that we did something different to it. Um, mm-hmm. can, so can we can we take this moment before we start trying other beers to recognize like a huge milestone for you guys? Is that you got into the LCBO, and will this beer be in the LCBO? This is the beer that will be in the LCBO. Yeah. So from what we hear, that's fucking hard to do. It is and wildly impressive. Really, really, really hard um, to get into the LCBO because they are the gatekeepers for Ontario. They basically decide what the population writ large in Ontario drinks. Um, and so to get... It's like a fascist with, dictatorship of liquor. They are the greatest organization in the world, and we really, really love working with them. Well, mm-hmm. not all fascists are bad, right? <laughs> <laughs> Boy. More like... Or a monarchy. We'll edit that. You know? <laughs> monarchy. monarchy. <laughs> We're like a monopoly. Yeah. They, uh, they are a monopoly. Um, greatest game in the world. No, it's not. I don't have an opinion either way. <laughs> they... they, they they are monopoly, so they do decide. So they to get in with them was a massive, um, a massive coup for us to be able to to make that happen. And working with them has been really hard in the sense that it's this massive machine that we don't know how it works, and it comes down to the fact that like like everyone in life, we're kind of faking it until we make it. Like, so people ask like, oh, you know, how's going with the LCBO? Like, how's working with the LCBO? And we go like, yeah, you know, it's good. Like my, my parents asked me, like, how's it going with the LCBO? I'm like, you, you need to specify because there's so many things that go on with these people. Yeah. And I just, <laughs> I don't know where to begin explaining how much I love it. <laughs> and, and that's yeah that's all you gotta I do, do just uh well you I mean, gotta love it like they let you in right it'd be yeah, a different no, it's, story it's, it's yeah. huge and like for most i think i think we i think our 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 nervousness with the lcbo comes from just that it's like we're nervous because this is so kind of professional which is something that i i personally have never like dealt with before in the terms of like being a real professional well you probably in film is just like yeah you know like i do the things and i figure out this is like no we're a massive massive organization that makes billions of dollars a year and you have to work with us it's like okay this is really new and really different and really terrifying and sometimes we're overzealous and we email them too much yeah Uh, and it's tough too because there's so many departments within this thing that like I guess it's unreasonable to expect that they all communicate with each other mm. because, like, in my experience, everyone should communicate with each other when you're trying to, you know, because they're still trying to make money and be successful at what they do. Are they, though? Well, I guess, I <laughs> guess you know, okay. it's a weird thing, though, because, like, they know that everyone has to go through them. So yeah. they want to make money, but they know that there's no other option. So they can kind of just handle yeah, it how so they the want. Yeah, so the reason, but the reason, like, yeah, so they, yeah, they, so they, they do want to make money, they want to be good because they brought us in we're hoping in the facts that they kind of see potential in us and that was you know for them a big stretch we're uh, in a lot of ways an experiment we are a testing ground um we have proven people brewing the beer and 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 operating the brewery um so we're not that big of a, a a risk i'd say but it's you know in in communication with them do you get that vibe from them where they because they know that they're the only you're, you're, they they are the only outlet for you guys. They treat you like you know we kind of are I, the shit. I guess the way you sound, you often feel is that 
there's no kind of haste on their end to get back to you with questions. Yeah. And I guess it's tough, too, because looking at it from their perspective, these people don't make the rules, but they have to enforce them. Yeah. And there's infinite amount of people trying to get the same thing done that we are. So we're thinking about it as though it's just us, just get back to us, mm-hmm. but it's not. And so maybe that's unfair, but at the same... I think I think that's fair. I also think it's just because it's a massive apparatus, and I think sometimes we forget that people are on different um schedules not not only schedules but like different understandings that like we will get emails just being like oh you have to make sure the birth strength the burst strength on your trays are proper and we're just different like, understandings and we're just like what is that what is a burst strength? and i think what to is, them when you've sorry, done what are we bursting when they've done something <laughs> a thousand times they're just like i know exactly what i'm what i'm talking about and you kind of just assume Everyone also knows what you're talking about. So, so what you guys got into the LCBO, basically, like I'm, I'm assuming you weren't expecting to get in this quickly. You thought you were going to have to build up the brand, get some exposure. No, we went from like you got me, me, me and Adam were just like, oh yeah, you know, we're going to do this, see how it goes. We'll, we'll go through the beer store because they're kind of more of a pay as you, uh, pay to play system, um, you know, and we'll mostly just build through licensees and we'll see, you know, how it works and this will be fun. Um, to getting into the LCBO to be like, okay, we need another round of investments. We need to start hiring beer reps. We need to kind of actually make this our full-time job. And for the most part, it is our full-time job. Um, and that it, it really changed everything. And we're very grateful for the LCBO to be able to give us the opportunity to change everything. Um, but, you know, in that sense, we're just like, okay, can we go? Can we go? Can we go? Can we go? Uh, especially having a beer that we believe to be a summer beer and then being like, well, there's processes that you have to go through. It's like, yeah, but it's sunny. It's, and it's sunny. And, like we have it and like, why can't we do this? And, yeah. But we're learning and it's just going to make the next year better. I actually used to work for the LCBO. In what for, capacity? For, for a brief summer. What, uh, like just upper office? What are we talking in store? <laughs> yeah, upper office. I was actually dealing with all the uh, small-time breweries, you know, that were oh. trying to... <laughs> you know, no, I'm kidding. Oh. I was, I was, so I was, like, do you know anyone we can talk to? <laughs> no, yeah, he, I, uh, he knows Terry from the loading dock. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I made skids. I, I worked in the warehouse. Oh, you made skids. Yes, and then uh, and and then <laughs> and after he made a few skid marks in his pants that summer too, probably. And then uh, I shortly realized that wasn't my that wasn't my jam, so I uh, I quit and went up to camp and worked for the summer. <laughs> not yeah. to uh, not to stay in the LCBO train too long because I want to keep this moving. Can we can we get a few points from you guys to summarize the the LCBO thing? Uh, let's talk about a little bit about the process. How did Two guys, two normal, two down-to-earth homeboys like yourselves uh, get into the LCBO, a little bit of what that process looked like, um, and then we'll... Oh, what was the second thing I wanted to talk about? What what beers are going to be in the LCBO, maybe some sort of an, a rough timeline of when we should be seeing it, and then we can move on. So getting into the LCBO was fortuitous. Uh, we like, like I've been saying, you have to, because we're an import technically... Or we're importing from our brewery in Calgary. Uh, we have to deal with the LCBO, and we'd been dealing with the LCBO regardless. And kind of just like word, I think sort of spread that we were a high capacity. We had the potential to be a high volume uh, supplier, um, even though we aren't high volume right now. We're actually tiny, um, but we have the capacity to be high volume um, and come from like a really reputable brewery. 
there was this concept of like, okay, why don't we actually bring you on with an LCBO listing um, and see what we can do there. Being from, you know, we, we're, pioneers is a strong word, but we're, we're doing something that no one's ever done before, trying to start a brand in a city while brewing in a different province. Um, and we're doing that out of partly necessity, partly there's strategic financial reasons for it. Uh, there's choices. You just say you didn't want to move out to Calgary, all right? Um, well, no, we could have no friends out there, your girlfriends here. We could have, we could have done, we could have done this in Ontario, but we had, you know, the right. Getting off the ground. It's definitely a, it's, it, we, we have a really good relationship with the brewery out there and it's, it's just a lot better in terms of, because brewing is expensive, especially when you. I mean, if you have your own brewery, it's better. But to start your own brewery, it's so much money. Yeah. But it, you know, it's just a, it was a good situation for us. And in terms of getting into the LCBO, like you don't we get kind of fell in b- ass backwards into it. It was definitely kind of fell into our lap, and you don't get into the LCBO kind of without a proven sales record. Yeah, you. Like, they you basically to, want to be like, "Are you dope? Cool. Now mm-hmm. we'll bring you on." And for us, they're like. Yeah, let's let's give this a try because we kind of like what we hear. Did you sell them off taste or just off your potential? Well, one of the big things we actually sold them off of, and this is credit to Adam, is we were brewing the right kind of beer. We were brewing the thing they really wanted. I think a lot of people are brewing New England style IPAs, big, big, heavy stuff, and they're like, we want light, crushable beers. We want stuff that you can get six of. You're not just getting one of, and. So when we said to them, like, we're brewing a Pilsner, they're like, their ears kind of perked up. And they're like, oh, okay, so you guys are doing sort of the right thing right now and, and heading in the right direction. I mean, this beer is only 4.9%. It's not even 5%. This is, <laughs> come on, it's 0.1% <laughs> off. That <laughs> makes a big difference at the end of the day. Hey, man, if you're drinking 10. To put things in perspective, how many small breweries would be trying to get into the LCBO, like, at any oh. given point? Like how many people? How many breweries would they be dealing with? Every year, they probably get sixteen hundred new submissions. And uh, how many would they accept? Not a lot. Probably sixteen. Mm, it is. I actually no. <laughs> I I did actually. I I learned about this. It's yeah. It's they take about like less than ten percent of the submissions that less come than ten percent. Something. It's around ten percent to less than ten. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so that's, um, but that's not just like denying these pe- people straight up. It's like sort of figure out your infrastructure a little more, do a little. So there's more a there's, there's a, there's a taste like, aspect to it, so they can taste the beer and just be like, we don't like this. Yeah. Uh, there what is a killer a, job, Billy. Yeah. <laughs> just going to work all day and just taste. I hope they don't have a spit bucket. I hope it's like just guys like hanging around on a porch. Yeah. Just being yeah. like, I could fucking crush this. <laughs> <laughs> that one of the other big things is. Um, or girls, sorry. Yeah, or uh, can you can you meet demand? The LCBO is a massive buyer. So, um, if you're a small little microbrewery in Toronto, you can brew as much or as little as you want. For the LCBO, you don't really have that choice. You have to keep up with demand. Um, you can make the small. You could you can make your beer with the level of care and with the expertise of craft of any kind of microbrewery in the city. But if you're in the LCBO at a certain level, you need to supply the LCBO because they run a business. And this is important for you guys because you're not opening up a brewery slash restaurant 
like right. a lot of the places in Toronto have yeah. done, right? Yeah. So and they have small little capacity. So even if they like, there's mm-hmm. beers in this city that should like I mean are some of the best in the world that aren't in the LCBO. Go I think on. that's a really good pivot, and because that can take us really smoothly into like kind of what our goals are with this. Yeah. Yeah, that's a because good idea. okay, so ultimately, like the goal would be to have beers like farmer and maybe easier lighter drinking styles that you can buy at the lcbo and everyone can have access to and just be able to constantly have those available year-round i know this obviously is a summer beer but like i would drink this year-round yeah like totally there, i don't necessarily fully believe in the whole seasonal thing i just drink beer when i want to drink There's it. only some i mean yeah. like a stout yeah. is pretty much that's like, tough to drink in the summer yeah. for sure but you know, I think in the future what we'd like to have is like a few skews with them and have that constantly going and then be able to slowly, you know, experiment with smaller batch things and do collaborations, do with, collaborations other with other friends of ours and stuff like that. And then and a, the eventual goal would be to have like a brew pub in uh, Toronto. It, yeah. A hundred. We're doing this completely backwards. It's weird. Okay. So <laughs> if you think about it this way, like if you look at like a Bellwoods, for example, which is in my opinion the best brewery in this city, probably the country. Yeah. yeah. And they started, you, have you been, have you guys been to the yeah, brew pub on Ossington, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a cool little spot, but like that was their full brewery. Those like tanks behind there, like almost nothing. In the summer, they'd run out of beer, like they couldn't keep up with demand, but that was their space. It's a small little brew pub. And that's where they started and they built up from there. They built this huge, like 25,000 square foot facility up at Hafis and they're just killing it now. Mm-hmm. They're awesome and they're still making great quality beer and doing that. But they kind of started from here and went like that. If you think about our trajectory, we're just like completing the valley. Like we're yeah, kind of okay. going like this and we're kind of aiming to dive down <laughs> and yeah. be small again and then build it up. Not that this isn't the way we want to do it, but like kind of like our full vision. It's on the, the idea when side. you see like mm-hmm. you see when when you were saying when you were joining when you were joining True History like this is an opportunity to not seize it would be silly to not do it the romanticized way because you feel like you're less than like kind of your what who you hope will be your peers because you're like well we're doing it backwards and maybe no one will respect that or something would be silly instead of just being like well we have this opportunity let's prove that we can make a great brand let's prove that we can make great beer and let's prove that like we're not complete tools about this and let's get to the goal that we always wanted to get to but kind of in a backwards way um this is very much like a stars aligned like you find the perfect opportunity. You're like, I have to take this. We have to see if this works. Cause we could have just been like, no, this isn't craft. This isn't the way it's supposed to be. We have to do small brew pub. We have to start as like home brewers or something like that. This is more just like, no, can we do it? Cool. All right, let's give it a try. And then eventually we are going to do the thing that we really want to do. And the, I think our, we spent a lot of time like brainstorming work trying to being like, well, what do we want to be? And we kind of finally settled on this. Like, well, we can have SKUs in the LCBO that we really love that are, you know, more accessible, light, easy drinking, crushable stuff. Um, and then do our experimenting elsewhere in different avenues. I mean, the way that brewing is now is kind of whatever you want to make it. Yeah. Like, so the, we don't see ourselves as anything less than a craft brewery, even though we might be doing things a little bit backwards. So when do you think this stuff, what's the kind of timeline we're looking at here? Just like rough, because I know you couldn't possibly For this know, one in the LCBO? Yeah. Hopefully, and this is, comes with a caveat, like beginning of July. I was going to say 20 days. Wow. Cool. Like yeah. very soon. Very, very, soon. very it's exciting. Soon. Like the beer is ready. It's just a matter of getting it through. Like that's another barrier. You were talking about why 
those 1600 submissions don't necessarily get in. It's because they do all these quality control tests on it and some beers don't pass. Yeah. Um, they have certain like pH level and acidity levels that you have to be within. It's so, so, so that's why it, it, uh, it probably helps brewing your beer at a, a sort of established brewery already because they have all these regulations in place, you know, and they can kind of help you. Yeah. We're never going to fail a Q. We're never going to fail like a liquid QA testing. No, but some of the QA testing, like for example, like if you made a sour beer, um, that like you aged and bit like it's a wild beer, like with wild bacteria, there's a lot of variables in there that they might not accept based on Ontario standards that they created for I don't know what reason. Mm-hmm. Whereas like if you imported it into BC, they'd be fine with it. So that's a lot of reason for the blockade of certain beers coming in. Whereas like with something like this, there's not a lot of variability to it. But yeah, I mean, just to kind of put a cap on the LCBS stuff, because yeah. we've got beers that need to be drank, and yeah, we can talk dude. about more yeah. fun stuff than the LCBO. <laughs> <laughs> These bureaucracies, man. Just yeah, but it is, so I, I, I'm, I don't know, put me on record as saying 20 days, but who really knows? Um, but mid, at least early mid, to mid-summer. Or, or I'd, say the f- I'd say the first, let's call it the first week of July. About a month. Yeah, after Canada Day. You'll see it pretty soon. And so the way it's going to work is we're going to be in 100 stores, mostly throughout the GTA. And our goal is just going to be ex- to expand that um, that market and, you know, push the product into kind of cool spaces, cool bars that we like, and with cool people, which is a big part of the reason that we like. 100 one podcast. Yeah, yeah. one podcast. <laughs> so th- th- this whole LCBO thing has delayed the so originally we're going to start drinking beer on the podcast offer it to guests and, and show it all up but this lc bill thing was a surprise for them so they've actually had to pull back their launch date in order to make it work for the lcbo so we'll wait patiently like all the uh beer fans out there and when it comes in uh you guys will be the first to know go out to the lcbo support some friends making some beer because in order to stay in the lcbo you got to sell yeah and uh why not drink your friend's beer especially if it's good yeah, we yeah. wanted to we wanted to make beer for our friends, and that's kind of what I think we did. It's yeah. legitimately we want to make beer. We want to make music for our friends. Like it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. You make beer for yourself and for your friends, and honestly, the if it if it gets big beyond that, amazing. Like you Bonus. you want it to be successful, no doubt. But when friends reach out, like if if our music went out and went worldwide successful, and our friends didn't like it. Okay, I'm lying. Actually, that would be amazing as well. But, <laughs> but I'm just saying it means a lot more that our friends are really into it as well. Yeah. And that's who we made it for. We were like, what are our friends going to play at a party? What are our friends going to drink at a party? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. That was kind of our goal. It was, do we like it? Cool. Like, well, <laughs> this is kind of the last thing before we start drinking is a lot of our, like, marketing stuff. Like, we'd have people who worked in marketing being like, so what's your demographic? Like, how did you test this? How did you figure that out? I mean, I'm like, we thought it was cool, so we did it. And be like, well, you know, you maybe should have tested it because what if it didn't work? I'd be like, well, I don't know. Like, I'm, you tested it, nerd. I'm pretty, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty confident that it's going to be good. I feel like I don't like shitty things, so we put it out there. And so far, the, you know, I'm sure the only feedback has been great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so far. it's good. It's, been, it's really been good. better than I think we could have really imagined. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I've I'm, been really I'm happy even, with I'm that. Even, I'm even picturing, mm-hmm. um, you know, talking about a brew pub with uh, – that you guys were speaking about, you know, further down the road, just with your whole aesthetic that you got going on with, um, the, like the way the whole design is plus yeah. your guys creativity. Like I'm picturing this place would be 
super yeah. cool, super yeah. happening I, spot. And I got to say, that's know? another big reason why I joined up with Matt because like he was pumping my tires a bit before, so I'm going to reciprocate. Thanks. <laughs> Mutual um, pump. <laughs> but no, like he's like obviously. Welcome to dual pump with Adam and Matt. <laughs> Welcome it's to the dual Dutch rudder. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy um like this guy is like obviously super creative he was in a film before and whatever and like brings an, a view that i c cannot bring to this so like all this stuff like i think i know what's cool but this guy like is kind of the brains behind it all and i think that's just like a, a really cool marriage of shit for beer like if you got to have good beer that tastes good and like let's face it like if you have a shitty can like that's kind of your in like, especially if in the lcbo totally. how often do you see people go through the lcbo and they don't know what it is they know what they like to drink They'll look at the labels and they'll just like put it in their cart. Well, you've seen that with ACL, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, it's a. I mean, I, I, mean, just, I just want to say different. They're, they're doing their own thing, and that's totally. They're doing fine. their own thing, and it's totally fine. We're trying to do something a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm talking about it's a very clean can, very clean aesthetic, and people like that. clean aesthetic. Yeah, and uh, sort of a, a simple beer. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And like that will get you the first thing, but if you make a shit beer. Then people are gonna be like, "Well, that's the last time I do that." Yeah, right. So it's a good marriage of two different mindsets. Should we try these other ones? Yeah, yeah I think Travis is about to explode. Yo, I <laughs> need fucking itching. beer over here. We got a concert later. You guys have a concert tonight? Yeah, we're so. Uh, well, we're going to a concert. We're not playing one. Oh yeah, we're going to a concert. What Cat concert? Catfish and the Bottleman. You know? know? No, I don't. Because there's a, just a couple UK heartthrobs out there. What kind of what kind of music? Um, UK heartthrob, I'd say. UK Alternative UK rock. All right. Yeah. Like a bunch of guys that say Monday instead of Monday and yeah, pub instead really. instead of, like Arctic yeah. Monkeys, but a little bit more accessible. Rugged, yeah. 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 Not, not so dark. Sounds cool. Yeah. So one of the things that we wanted to do is not just bring on our beer to try, but, you know, we want to kind of expand on the idea of what craft beer can be and what it's different. So like... Well, we have here. We got the goblin sauce from goblin sauce. Goblin sauce. This from Bellwoods. can Bellwoods. honestly looks like it could be part of your lineup. That their is, artwork is their artwork is amazing. Awesome. So that's a compliment. Yeah, yeah. yeah we. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime. They, they've been a that's massive touchstone for, for us. If they're listening, we love you. Um, uh, you don't fucking know that. <laughs> I'll check the numbers this week. Yeah. <laughs> I so know we where any, you live. Can we get some analytics? So this is guys? like yeah. this is so this is a double IPA. Which if you tell anyone if you told anyone that like five years ago, they'd be like, I can't wait to not drink that. Yeah. But yeah, like, what am I a soldier in East <laughs> India and fucking whenever they made IPAs for way back? That's actually dude. Yeah. Right now, man. Yeah, that's why it's called. That's why it's called. wasn't soldiers, but that's why it's enough. called yeah. an India Pale Ale. I blacked out. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this is. I mean, Adam, if you want to go more in on goblin sauce, because you know it a little bit more than. Uh, well, yeah, it's just a double IPA. So we were talking about New England style yeah. IPAs before. So this is very much in that style. Low bitterness, super fruit forward with the aromatics. And what um, is the main fruit uh, in this one? Or I guess maybe try it to see. If you did this one, like, was a huge, like, mango, pineapple, a lot of citrus, stone fruit, a lot of maybe stone a little fruit. bit of melon, yeah. Yo, that's really fucking yeah. good. Yeah, it's good, eh? And, like, if also, drinking that, what is the... Wow. On here. That is 8.5%. That so is like insane. Me, uh, <laughs> perspective, like, that's amazing, but you wouldn't drink eight of those in a... That's Holy insane. Holy shit, yeah, I would. wow. Maybe I would. <laughs> Goblin sauce. Okay, let me. Uh, honestly, my palate is so unrefined. See, I can't get a. I can't get a single. Right I now. can't get a single note out of this. <laughs> but 
like that's but that's kind of my point, man. Like you don't need that's to get our, a note, the, and that and that was our big reason. For Sometimes the only it. note you need is whether you like it or not. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting like. It doesn't have to be so thoughtful. Wow, I good, like eh? that. Yeah. yeah, good pickup. Yeah, um, we, nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> it's you, good. Will you smell something? I hope. Are you having a stroke? Burnt toast? Is that normal? <laughs> mayonnaise? <But> I think <laughs> mayonnaise? Vegan mayonnaise? Yeah, I'm getting vegan A's out of this. Adam, vegan. I got a question for you. Yeah. Uh, so you guessed, or I mean, you knew that Pilsner was, was going to be a good, uh, a good choice to start with. What is next for you guys? What do you think is a good beer to move to next that will follow along sort of the theme of where beer trends are going? So I still... Honestly, like, I had a feeling that that's where beers were going next. But, like, ultimately, if I'm being honest, it was just based on what I want to drink, right? Selfish. So, like, it's the same. Th- <laughs> so selfish. <laughs> the same as when you guys make music, right? Like, you guys aren't yeah. necessarily making music in terms of where you think trends are going. You make music that you hopefully like, right? Yeah, totally. Right? So, I yeah. mean, I kind of did it based on that. But I think for now, especially in terms of things that we want to get into the LCBO for now, uh, focus on lighter styles, but I think our next beer, which we kind of pretty much have nailed down, uh, is yeah, going to be much. like a so a lighter drinking, say around five, just over five percent uh, New England pale ale. So it'll be like drinks the same as this, but a bit lighter, and instead of eight point five percent, it'll be five yeah. percent. So still it'll be and it won't be quite as hoppy because I mean we're not. You know what I do it. get from this is I do actually taste the alcohol, which is something you don't normally taste in so a beer. Usually, like when you drink something like this, like this has been sitting on by your feet for a mm-hmm. while. Um, I know Tompkins' feet get very warm. Uh, um, yeah, we used to call them hot paws. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when the, the booze comes out a bit more when you leave this sitting, so you'd ideally want it a bit colder. But oh, yeah, okay. for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like that's kind of where we see it going. Still lighter styles, a lot of like just straight pilsners, lagers, lighter, lightly hopped pale ales until we can. Yeah, like what we said, our our we're, and we're still trying to navigate the LCBO and, and work that around. And, and the That's big thing about because we don't have a brick and mortar brew pub, it's very hard for us to kind of just experiment with a thing and say like, yeah, we'll just brew a little bit of it and like sell it out of our bottle shop. So we need to kind of get a bit of a following going and like find avenues for us to release it in. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that's, you know, but that's in terms of when you ask like, what's the next thing we want to do? That's the next thing we want to do. But it's because we're doing things a little bit backwards. We're trying to figure out how to make that work, but we will figure out how to make it work. I got an idea. What about a light beer for a craft? Like, is there any craft breweries making light beers? That is, that's exactly what I want to drink right now. So like right a hoppy table beer, like 2.5 to 3%. And you can, you guys hiring? Cause Robbie's <laughs> fucking nailed it right there. Yeah. You guys, three, the 3.5 to 2.5% is by far. I mean, is anyone doing that? Uh, so many yes, people are doing, so people are doing <laughs> it. Okay. Yeah. But like, that's exactly like, it's, that's exactly where I want to go because that's what I like drinking. Like, I like that. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. I want to drink. Like, but if you could bring that down by about 6%, 6%, if you could just <laughs> decrease this by about 400%, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, in terms of it, yeah. it is, it is the, it is the biggest trend. And like, I mean, I hate speaking about it like trends, like I'm in marketing or something like that, yeah. but it's a trend because I think, you know, I, a, I think people want to drink beer more and I think they want to drink more of each beer when they're in like a sitting, if you're on the dock, like unless you're like Travis and you just want to be like, let's get, let's go to a hundred as fast as we can. Let's get turned. To, yeah, I have an idea. Actually, no, nope. I have an idea. Nope. 
30 so, percent yeah what about making like you know malt liquor like cold 45 <laughs> but make it good. make a refined old english exactly and like because they taste like shit and i would drink a heavy beer like that if it didn't taste like um porta potties well i mean just drink like four of these and because it's cheap yeah <laughs> yeah for sure um, yeah. yeah you know what i mean so that's uh that's my idea you know that i mean it's i think it's i think, I mean, Rob, joke, I think but robbie's hired and you're not <laughs> no. I'm a rock star, dude. Whatever. I think there's no <laughs> such thing. There's I'm, no such I'm thing just, as people. I'm the, one of the 16 breweries that gets let into the LCBO. <laughs> go back and like, yeah. you know, fix your quality standards. Yeah. <laughs> there, but there's no like, there's no real like, 8.5 percent beers, double IPAs aren't going away. They're just. You know, we're people are looking for different or like a, things right now, or like a beer that has like trace amounts of Cialis in it, and it's just like <laughs> the best ultimate beer of all time. You just go out, you Boner get Jam Zero Six, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boner Jam Zero Five, yeah. yeah. You call it call it Boner Sauce, like instead of Goblin <laughs> call Sauce, call it Big Box of Porn. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, get away from this my house with this big box of porn. I would drink that. That'd be unreal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weed infused beer. Are Can't do it. It's illegal. Do it. It's illegal. It. Yeah, yeah. Bro, that was such a dumb yo, idea, dude. <laughs> yo, immediate spins, just like. Yo, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What you do is you call it green out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the beer you have one can. You it's just green a green label on a green can. That's it. <laughs> That's great. That, yeah, that was. I, I mean, someone will. I mean. Get also, a, get interestingly, a, get, with that, get like was, a CBD oil and just put it in your beer or something like that. I don't know. When yeah. that starts happening, because it will be, I feel like, legalized eventually. Like, yeah, how do who you knows? how do you regulate that in a bar? You, like, you know, like so. I worked at a bar, so like you got to be on the lookout for someone who's like way too drunk. I'll it tell you, Travis. A lot. Travis. If, if there, if I have to be on the lookout for Travis. If there's, how do you look at, how do you be on the lookout for someone who's too? High? I, I can tell you, it's very easy to spot myself because I usually rip my shirt in half. Uh, so look out for a guy like that. <laughs> Just a, uh, for a guy humble guy. Out, look, look for a guy whose heads kind of going like this and his eyes yeah. even though he's looking at you one's going one's going in circles the yeah. other one's looking right at you yeah and is probably puking probably maybe sleeping too yeah, yeah no that's you everywhere <laughs> and that's after no beers uh, yeah i suffer from narcolepsy do you actually <laughs> self self-diagnosed self-diagnosed <laughs> dude dude this i guy, drink 10 beers then i fall asleep i'm no, pretty sure narcolepsy. this guy <laughs> has started more movies than probably anyone in the world never seen the last half. I, you've probably never seen the last half of any movie. I feel like I've seen a lot more movies. It's genuine. It's, it's but it, divide that by two because you don't know how any of them end. The last half is the worst half. Everyone knows that. Is it? I don't know. All I know is because I you were asleep the other day. Liv was watching a movie. I come home and Liv's watching a movie. You're asleep on the couch and I'm like, eh, this is. It's almost like I expected that and I'm like, Liv. I was like does he ever go back and watch the end of these movies? And she's like, never. I'm like, does he not, he's not curious in how they end? She's like, no, he just moves on to the next start. It's <laughs> a big starter. The starter, the next journey. Finisher. Um, sorry. <laughs> That's enough about Rob. <laughs> what do we got next? Oh, we're so, oh, Adam's slow behind all of us. I'm ready to go. By the time you <laughs> okay. pour, I'll be good to go. Um, let's, let's keep going big. Oh, yeah, put the so actually, up, sorry. So because 8.5% yeah. wasn't enough, we decided to get one that's 9%. Holy moly. And this is Bellwoods too, I see. Bellwoods, yeah. Oh. We're kind of a little bit of a thing. What's they, they really do have uh, great Witch artwork shark. on their cans. Their, Witch shark. their artwork is honestly, it's phenomenal. It's a guy from Toronto. I'm, I'm guessing you guys drew a little bit of inspiration on the way that their cans are wrapped and the art, way the artwork's done and stuff. 
to um, if in you, a way definitely the sticker thing was not them they're actually really recent like they just started canning their beers like at the beginning of may yeah um you in a way that's we, so cute yeah in a way we uh um, is there a the reason? The sticker thing was done. I'll, just like, I'll give you this uh, one. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah, fair. But like, we like. I think that they, if you if you look at their artwork beside most other breweries, it's very yeah. unique. And I mean, let's stop pumping Double Knot Design. They're good enough for any. Our our artwork. We were really heavily actually inspired by the guy who designed our our label, Tyler McMillan. He's designed all of sort of our aesthetic. Um, him and David Mariachi as well. Uh, David did the comic book and does the cartoons that we put out on our Instagram and stuff. But we wanted to do something kind of like 80s fun, kind of throwbacky to like when beers like these were kind of really sort of like the things that you drank. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they only did cocaine in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Cocaine infused beer. <laughs> oh boy. Legal, believe it or not. <laughs> um, so that's kind of where we drew our biggest inspiration was was him, honestly. I mean we gave our input, but for the most part, um yeah, you should wait to see the shirts that we're making. Oh, are we gonna have any hot. ready for Thursday? Oh. Dope. Ooh, I don't know. That depends on our printing, but oh. we could, I'm hoping maybe. Cause like we, maybe, we have maybe. a few prizes we're going to be giving away so we can put yes. couple shirts. And we're going to have our shirts. That's true. We can pair them together. Our shirts are better than yours. Well, well, probably. Robbie made our shirts, so that was a direct shot at him. <laughs> uh, Robbie Miriachi, uh, that's his uh, artist name. <laughs> and uh, in, in terms of environmental purposes what what is better the rat sorry the sticker or printing right on the can or does it matter um well i'd say i'd say a wrap is plastic so that's definitely worse yeah so Um, wrap but i mean we have it he's like you know there's adhesives and and stuff on this as well that make it hard Uh, i i'd probably say sticker is the best because i don't know if you could something that's like inkjet printed directly onto the can might not be recyclable sorry can i uh, sorry to interrupt podcast listeners, but uh, right at this point in the podcast, the computer stopped recording, so we had to switch over to the camera audio, so it's going to change quality. Uh, unfortunately, this is like right when the podcast, we started getting a little drunk and it started getting pretty jokes, but uh, the camera did a decent enough job. Just wanted to give a heads up on why the audio just changed after this. Uh, back to it. Can I bring this back, Robbie? Do you care? I'm, I'm just, I'm curious. These are things people think about these days. For sure. You know? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, did you already take a sip of that one? I did. Yeah. And uh, speaking of adhesives, <laughs> it doesn't taste like one, fortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Again, man. Kind of similar style to the to the last one. Are you like? Yeah, it's very similar. When you guys drink this, can you taste things? Yeah. yeah. I can't. Well, I mean, you taste something. You just don't necessarily know exactly what it is. I mean, like... It doesn't... It's not just you know there's liquid there and then that's it. That's what it feels like. <laughs> no, I don't. This is very similar. It, it's very thing. it's very similar. I guess you can say also, like, like... Doesn't it... Does it kind of smell fruity to you? When you like drink when you a lot of ice cream or popsicles or yeah. Fruit Loops because you're <clears> 12 years old. Um, 
first of all, Robbie's the one that eats cereal before bed. I eat a very clean like, cereal before diet. bed is an industry standard. <laughs> do you guys not do before bed cereal when I wake up in the day? Oh, oh, what cereal do you? I'm an equal opportunity cereal I I eat vegan protein. I eat the sugary ones. Yes, me too. But you know what? I love the the mix. Cinnamon toast crunch, frosted flakes, corn, corn pops. Sure. With Rice Krispies. I like to keep unsugary ones on deck though too, it's for when I'm like not feeling the sugar. So like I'll dive into some to some cornflakes. Cornflakes are best uh, are a very good base. Mm-hmm. I would say Vector is a better base than cornflakes. What do you guys like to do? Vector is great too. Vector's fine. Except sometimes you can be a little You're about to really shit on Vector and the whole room turned on you. What do you guys like to do? I got scared. What do you guys like to do on recess? <laughs> I play Red A. <laughs> <laughs> I just about to make that joke. <laughs> Red A is the fucking bomb. Big handball guy over here. Yeah. You know what? That's a crescent throwback. Yeah. We used to play a lot of handball at crescent. Red A was incredible. It was nothing like going into like third period just drenched in sweat, being like, I'm ready to learn some history. True history. That's <laughs> <laughs> good time. <laughs> um, are your parents p- proud of you? <laughs> <laughs> I um, think that you go. my parents are proud of Adam, <laughs> <laughs> and Adam's parents are proud, are proud of, of Matt. Adam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my parents are proud of Adam too. It's really weird. They hardly know him. Yeah, yeah. Tell Jen I say hi. <laughs> it's Judy. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I just guessed. I was close. Oh uh, yeah, you're Jen and Bob. Jen and Bob. That's uh. And Bob. Rob is Bob. So. Yeah. He's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is a deep five question. Percent really hit you that quickly. Parents, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I think uh, so. Maybe. I'm I'm already a well-oiled machine. So when you throw in a little bit more lubrication, it don't take much to get me moving. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. and when you're stiff as a board like Rob, you know it takes a little bit more. Rob, uh, Rob's you, a bit seized up. As a board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but me, I'm already functioning. You know, so a little bit of lube. Ooh. <laughs> Oh man. And I left that one simmer there. I don't want to say a second line. I want to let you guys react. Yeah. No, we're just staring at it. It's fine. But I'm enjoying this. This is uh this is a lot of fun. This is what we said we were gonna do. Just come on, get a little sauce. I can't wait to actually uh I wanna end with the paps. Just bring it back to the, the hometown classic. Like the OG. So here's the thing about drinking. I was like, just picking these. I, I had a I had a I had a did you bring your pops or was that just in the fridge? I thought it was in the fridge. Yeah, yeah. but once I see that, I audible. It's called living in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> you could <Yellow>. act and then react. <laughs> <laughs> so, but don't you, like, after you drink even two of these up to here, don't you kind of just want that pops? Yeah. That's kind of the point of everything. Like, like a full old. one of those, like... It's not, it's not. Drinking those will yeah. put you under the table, man. 9%. I mean, that's yeah. not, that's a lot, but... How much does, uh, just out of curiosity, price-wise? Yeah, like price-wise, how much, you go you go to the bar, you order a pint of this for something that's eight and a half to nine percent, how much would that cost you for a pint? Are they, are they more expensive? Because if it's, if you're in Toronto and it's from Toronto, yeah. because that makes a difference, but I'd say like, $11? If, no, no, less than that. I'd say like if we had this on at Volo for 16 ounce, it would probably be maybe nine fifty. Have you guys thought about your pricing? Yeah, we yeah. have. Um, we are priced very competitively. How much will a farmer Two seventy-five for a farmer. Two seventy-five a can. That's a very less than a farmer's wrap at Tim Hortons. So you're competitive against other farmers. Is that a real dish at Tim Hortons? Four twenty-five. I don't know if dish is the appropriate. <laughs> <way>. <laughs> 
I know the exact color dishes at Tim Hortons. They don't have it. What are the sides? It's actually a cardboard box. Yeah, it's farmer's wrap is four twenty-five. Yes. You know what I was surprised by? I went into when I went to LCBO the other day to pick up some steam whistles. A tall can of steam whistle is expensive. It's like not three twenty-five or three twenty-five. What is the reasoning? Um, maybe you guys don't know. You guys don't know. He's a crescent guy too, isn't he? That guy left. He left. I heard, yeah. Did, did I tell you what I embarrassed myself on the phone with him? Okay, can I ask you guys a question? Why were you on the phone with him? Because I'm very to get a important. In touch with the alumni community? Uh, no, it was actually uh, when I was doing my jewelry business at Western. <coughs> that's gross. I had my mic down. <laughs> I had my mic down. Have you ever thought about making jewelry for jewels? I have, actually. I wanted to make a necklace that magnetically held your jewel, but keep that DL. Don't let anyone know. You just set it into a microphone. <laughs> no, so, so that's actually that's smart. Yeah, no, I'm. A, I'm but have you heard of the pocket? Um, no. Oh, who, invented, okay. who makes those? Is that Apple? No. <laughs> the iPocket. Sweet pockets. The three hot yeah. pockets. No, it's just like why? Yeah, right. Hot pockets. Okay. Um, okay, so I was rank your four favorite <laughs> going pockets. Going off the rail real quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like when you said jewelry for yeah. girls, I honestly thought just specifically for people named. <laughs> Because we've been talking about super bad recently, and the jewels is in super bad. It's just been on my mind. Okay. Uh, no, you're very close. Pivot. Pivot. Okay, no. So I, I need to ask you guys this question because I embarrassed myself on the phone. Um, so when I was doing jewelry at, uh, uh, sorry, when I was wrist and rye. Wrist and rye. When wrist and rye was in incubators at Western, they wanted to hook you up with any people like Ivy graduates that could help you out, right? And my mentor was like, "Hey, I'm gonna hook you up with." Uh, I think his name is Cam. Cam, yeah. Uh, Cam I'm, Heap, I believe. Heap. I'm going to hook you up with Cam Heap at Steam Whistle. And I, some memory hit me. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure this guy came and talked to us at Crescent. Really? Yes, I'm pretty sure a Steam Whistle, the Steam Whistle guy came Did and talked. Steam Whistle, this guy? One of the guys, yeah. Okay. I, I don't really remember. My memory is... Mm. CTE really hazy. Uh, it's a hazy. It's a hazy. It's a hazy. <laughs> dude, dude. So I had this memory of I, I thought I thought it happened. Uh, so when they put me on the phone with them, they connected me. They gave his number. They set it up, and I called them. And I'm like, Cam. I was like, I remember uh, when you came back and you and you were speaking at Crescent to us. I, I'm a Crescent grad. And he's like. I don't think I ever spoke a crescent. That's incredible. And I'm like, no, you did. You uh, <laughs> you spoke in the, and then I forgot the name of the CCL. Oh, boy. <laughs> so the CCL is our, our creative center for learning. It's the auditorium where people would speak. Yeah. And I forgot the name of it. I was like, you spoke at the, fuck, what's it called? I was like, the... The auditorium. And then he burped into the phone. And, uh, and, uh, and, and he's just like, he's like, it's like, do you have a question? He's like, I have no memory of that. And, he's, it, and it sounded like I didn't even go to Crescent. And then I just made it up because I forgot the name of the... Did you go to Crescent? No, I'm a big UCC guy. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I embarrassed myself. But I wanted to know, like, do you, you guys remember that? Not where I saw it going at all. Like, I honestly just thought you were going your going thought. back to Crescent and like, trying to inspire these. Like, <laughs> the answer is no. no. I, was like, I was like, your speech was I'm amazing. He was just like, I don't think I did that. I'm like, you did. Yeah. I was like, at the... At the... Oh, what's that called? Never mind. <laughs> in, uh, in, my head, in my head after that, you guys just said, okay, bye. No, he literally... He, he, the, the, the phone call after that was so downhill. <laughs> Uh, I'm like, I want to make this jewelry big, and he's just like, I am in, in the beer industry. <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's the big jewelry for beer cans. Um, 
I yeah. I was yeah. like I was like you know maybe we like we pair up. I'll give you a jewelry to put in your your two fours and stuff like that. And he's just like no. I was like <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> he's like. He's Hard like, we'll pass. talk about it in the CCL yeah. next. Yeah. I, oh my, that was one of the most embarrassing networking calls I've done. Uh, normally very good at business. Sometimes I slip. Yeah. <laughs> so it's good. it's good to know that didn't happen. I gotta look back. Do you guys remember the do you guys remember the guy who came in and spoke about his cocaine addiction though? Yes. That I do remember mind. that. I don't remember. Were you not there? How old were we? How old were this, we? We might have been in like grade 11. This guy came in. He's like, so, you know, I'm CCL. like looking at the, I'm like, barricading <laughs> myself in my apartment. Just like, I was like, the FBI is coming and I can just see them. And I'm thinking I'm trying to, and I'm like, I'm 14. Dude, <laughs> we were literally just, maybe just in grade nine or 10. And this guy comes in a hardcore speech about his cocaine addiction. And he, the way he told the story, I remember leaving that being like, Cocaine kind of sounds dope. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, he was like the opposite. Yeah, of he that. was like, I was making all this money. Did he say something? He's like, ah, we were going down the highway, and I was just like sitting on the sunroof of my car, and we were going eighty, and you just go over Travis, being like, I do that right now, <laughs> dude. It was like, Wolf I do that on a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. It was like Jordan Belfort coming in there, and he's like, oh, I was making all this money at all these cars. I was doing cocaine all day, like all this stuff. And he's like, I had this. I don't think that's exactly what. Yes, he did, because because I. I think you were projecting. Uh uh. uh. I remember <laughs> everything in the CCL perfectly. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. and you know, he, and he was like, I have this really nice house, and. Don't you think one of the teachers would have interjected at this point? No. No. Uh, okay. He was talking about. I remember. I remember this vividly. How it was on like a bit of a cliffside, and he was paranoid that people were repelling. Yes, he did say that. Up the cliffs. I'm gonna back up your memory. And I'm so. like, cliffside of state. <laughs> I was like, nice. But then he lost, so all, then he lost all his money. Are you trying to sell Yeah. I was so proud. I was cooking in my house and I like blew all my money on cocaine. I thought people were going to repel up the cliffs and my wife left me. I was like, cliffs not a state. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the purpose of this guy's chat? Really? No. To motivate Travis? <laughs> okay, for the record, right? <laughs> don't do cocaine, but it just, it's, it's the same way I don't do quaaludes, but it sounded dope in Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, the way, yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyway, let's get back on topic here. Yeah. Great Lakes? Great Lakes, the next beer. Yeah, why not? Like, we're just trying here. Oh, this is like, yeah, this is. So this is also a Pilsner. This is also a I forgot that we have this beer. Over my dad body. Just That's a whole layer. layer. It's a great name. It's a great name. There's, there's Tompkins and I have an ever-evolving list of beer names that eventually That's like us, we have an evolving, ever-evolving list of song names and album like names. Oh yeah, I have a whole list. Huh? Yes, I can pull it up. There's just mix this with shirts. <laughs> Perfect. Um, should I pull up some of these, Rob? Yeah, okay. Are they funny? They're funny. Hold on, how about this? Give I'll me the both, back Give ones. me both phones and Robbie has to, or... How do we do this? I, someone has to guess whether it's a beer name or a song name. Okay. Oh, that's funny. That's a I fun like that. game. I like that. Okay. But I don't know how who we give it to because Robbie's clearly going to know the song names and we're clearly going to know the beer names. Maybe let's just go back and forth. Anyone else home? Or? Yeah. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> we, we have a basement. Uh, Tenant? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Theater. Um, let's just go back and forth. Should we just go back and forth? Okay. Yes. Um, I got one here. Uh, Paul the Humpy Dog. <laughs> All right, Paul so the Humpy Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, who, who was Paul the Humpy Dog? Uh, I, I like to write. I write a note 
beside the name. Huh? Where are your notes? I write a note beside the song name in case I forget what it's about. My only note here is likes to likes to fuck. <laughs> this is my absolute favorite. That is, sorry, that's the song title. This is my favorite thing in the world. Spicy boys in quotes. Fire ants. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever seen that meme? Fire ants. You ever seen the meme about fire ants being spicy boys? Yeah. It's like a petition to rename fire ants to spicy boys. <laughs> Jewel for life. No, like, Man, you like guys are big dad energy. Is <laughs> it a big dick energy? Co big dick. Poker. <laughs> Cocaine poker. I, I don't know where that comes from. <laughs> Apparently uh, from the CCL in grade 10. First rule of brunch meeting? What's that about? <laughs> oh, that was when you were going to the brunch meeting one morning. And uh, we were talking... <laughs> I, I forget what the rule was. We came up with this. You're like, first real brunch meeting. We talk about this. Oh, okay. Do you, do you remember? Nope. We were hungover, like, in the... Brunch in a Blonde is another one. Yeah, that sounds like, like <laughs> one of Alba Snow's made up songs in um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Uh, your Dreams? <laughs> Hot Guy Music? That's mine. <laughs> That's yours. <laughs> you did make that actually. Yeah, someone was asking me to like describe It's like, so what's like Travis's Sim? I was like, I don't know, like Hot Guy Music? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I fucking Travis, like a big that. fan of yours. I, you know what, I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Um, I don't think we'll ever name songs these names. I, no, they're more just kind of fun. It's, it's all, it's just beer really yeah. to look at. Did you not have any beer names to, to look at? Uh, we do. Um, our, uh, so, so... This is a Pilsner. It's just a Pilsner. Okay. Just a nice, easy drinking Pilsner. We're getting off topic. Um, so our yes, two, our two. Is, yours is way better. Way better than that. To be but fair better. to Great Lakes, we've been reusing these glasses. To not be fair to Great Lakes. It's also very good. Cool. Yeah, true, that's true, but yours, I appreciate was, that. yours is a lot better than that. I also noticed you punched in a note into podcast ideas, something about Kevin, like, late at night, the other night. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> you punched it into the notes. What, what did I do? Because we, oh. we, we have a shared note, yeah. and, like, I see when it's updated, I, I you remember had an idea. Yeah, um, we can do the beer names first if you want, or... Okay. We just, we just got two, and they both, so in beer, like once we open our brew pub, you can barrel age beers in different types of barrels. Okay. So we got a couple names. Uh, if you're not fans of Kirby uh, Enthusiasm or Step Brothers, then you won't get both. this. Yeah. Great. So the first one is uh, Do You Respect Wood? <laughs> I like that. You like that? <laughs> yeah. And then the I other one is, my, you want to, my, my brother's Step Brothers. Oh, yeah. We have to call it a waiting game. Yeah, so I don't know if you've ever seen the Step Brothers bloopers, getting very specific. But he hurts John C. Rattler's thing, and Will Ferrell's like, Are you alright? He's like, It's a waiting game. We won't know. <laughs> but, like, when you put beers in a barrel, right? You're just sitting there waiting. You right? have so no idea. Fucking waiting game. I like it. Yeah. Those are our two. That's, that's so yeah, just for barrel age beers. Yeah, that's it. So it's not going to be made used for a while. But. Um, go through your Kevin story there. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's just. Um, Who's Kevin? So he's our producer. He's our producer, Cap. He, he looks like a more in shape version of the guy on this uh, can. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's that's good. good. Let me see. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. see what I'm saying. Well, I mean, he's got he's a got, beard. He's got, he's got a beard. Dark he's got hair. dark brown hair. So it's just hair color. A lot of chest hair. hair. So that's you too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kevin and I look very similar. You actually kind of. Got look Kevin's got glasses too. What's that? Sorry? He said he's got a dead baby. Um, hold on, someone's actually coming through the door. Hold on. Oh, it's just Kristen. Oh, shit, sorry guys. 
no worries. Um, so the, the story is, is I was, uh, I was going over to a, a girl's house. Um, What's her name? I, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin Nita. We'll call her Kevin. We'll call her Kevin Nita. Yeah. Uh, no, I was going over to a, a girl's house the other night. Uh, she listens. Shout out. She'll know. She'll know this story because when I went over there, or before I went over there, I needed dinner, and Kevin was uh, gonna go get dinner. And I needed a shower and stuff. It was late. And Does Kevin, Kevin live with you. Kevin lives. Yeah. With you. Okay. Go cool. ahead. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah, my Kevin was like, Kevin, Mike, Kevin, eat some Kevin a lot of time we'll sit over there in the corner. Okay. And uh, do producer we'll, we'll just like shout out at him sometimes okay. to like, you know. Yeah. Do, do Every podcast needs a producer blank. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ours is producer Kev. Yeah. Um, but he was just like, "Oh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna get some food." I'm like, "Cool, man. What are you thinking?" He's like, "I'm this Chinese spot up the street, uh, and I know it." I'm like, "Perfect." Uh, he's like, "Or I'm thinking maybe getting a roti from the Indian restaurant." I'm like, "All right, go lunch today." I'm like, "Dude, it's so good." Wait, do you say roti from the Indian restaurant? Roti from the Jamaican restaurant. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you what about? There's both. Yeah. They're both? Yeah. yeah. But, but, yeah, uh, but the, 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 the one you're talking about, which I know, is Jamaican. I don't think you know. We'll go roti. Anyway. Um, so I was like, I was like, whatever you get, times to buy two. I need dinner. And I come back from my shower. I come downstairs. Kevin bought me. He's like, oh, dude, I double audibled. I went to shawarma. And I got you a shawarma bowl. And let me just say, like, pickled cabbage, onions, <laughs> garlic sauce, like, spoonfuls of garlic sauce, and the chicken already has every spice under the sun, like, like curry and, and all this stuff. And I'm like, you fucked me. First off, what, <laughs> what did you think roti is? <laughs> roti not, is not, curry. No, but not garlic sauce, pickled cabbage, onions. You... Fuck I, me. I'm like, I'm starving. I'm going to eat this whole thing. And I, 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 I like, you fuck. So I get over to this girl's place and um, I was like, uh, every burp I had was like a <laughs> nuclear bomb. And I, so this is me. I was like talking to her and I'd be like, I'd feel it come up and I'd look away and be like. <laughs> and I had to tell her, she's like, what are you doing? I was like, I was like, okay, what's that? I gotta be honest. Yeah, you ever heard of shawarma? Yeah. The only thing worse than shawarma. Have you ever had a shawarma bowl? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, the only thing worse, I, I was chewing gum. Like, I like, she was like, she, she was like, do you want some snacks? And I was like, no, I got <laughs> Yeah, it's like, yeah, do you want any? <laughs> she's like, she's like, gum doesn't even help it. Do you know, it's like, just like massive. You know, like, it's completely She's like, do you, she's like, do you want some snacks? I'm like, no, I can't. I have gum. And she's like, you can just take it out. And I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> Uh, but the only thing worse than that shawarma bowl that I've had is creamy garlic sauce from Pizza Pizza. Yeah, yeah. Like, clear your schedule. <laughs> I, I hope I hope you don't have any I hope you don't have any intimate relationships in your life because for twenty four hours, clear it's it because <laughs> you're fucked. You're. Fu- I. You know what? Are you thinking of the garlic parm? Little Caesars at Western. Yeah, because I was there no, on, on Saturday. Are you about to say that? Did we just really. link up? No. Yes. Mentally. But, well, because I, after the bar on Saturday, uh, I was in London for the weekend, and uh, I was with my brother, and he likes a little this little Caesars rip at the end of the night. So we go. Trash. <laughs> I know. It's heavy rip. So so we we go over there. No, no Kokomi. And is Kokomi uh, still in Kokomi is still. Ah, I, I think still there actually you know what i didn't see it when i was walking by so i mean yeah. mind you and you're very observant <laughs> yeah uh but but anyways we're in there and uh the guy ahead of us is ordering 
<laughs> is ordering a, uh, a hot and ready. And he's like, yeah, like, I'll take a, uh, I'll take a garlic parm and, like, a creamy garlic on the side of whatever. And, and Jamie just, like, flat out says out loud to him, he's like, it's like, you're gonna stink for a month. <laughs> <laughs> See, the, the, the part of that note was me thinking about these garlic parms, and my worst nightmare was seeing girls get that at Little Caesars and thinking, like, every time I'd go to the bar, I'm like, which one of you girls <laughs> are the type to get garlic parm that, at Little Gobzi Caesars? That's getting into your head. Gobzi is our friend, and uh, this is the stuff he thinks about, and it's infectious. <laughs> but girls that get garlic parm at Little Caesars could be one of the scariest thoughts I have. <laughs> Man, you really don't Is that a dipping sauce? Thoughts. Oh, no, my life is... that is a dipping sauce or a pizza? It's a ta- It's like a Parmesan, garlic oh, Parmesan. Garlic Parmesan. Yeah, yeah. And then if you get garlic dipping sauce as well, that's, like imagine, that's you ever garlic. seen those memes and it's like, imagine getting married and find out your partner uh, collapsed when an airplane ends, lands. Or, or your, your partner argues with people on Facebook yeah. and threads. Another one would be like, Imagine your partner gets garlic parm and garlic dipping sauce from Little Caesars after a bar night. I don't know, sounds fun to me. You, you <laughs> sir, you sir, a life of stink. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll give you, I'll give you $15 I really tell wanna, everyone what we were talking about. I really want to, I really want to pivot back to something. Because I noticed that you were calling it a swarm you, you, you want you want to give me fifteen bucks right now? You want to give me fifteen bucks right now? We were talking about your barrel aged beer names right before. Yeah, but I what before that? that? No, we were talking. We were talking about my song names that from my list. But how did we even get there? Sounds like you just want to know yourself. Sounds like you owe me fifteen dollars. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, Adam had something to say. You wanted to pivot back. I wanted to just note that you were calling it a shawarma bowl, and I know for a fact it's called a shawarma plate, and this may seem. It's, it's, it makes a difference. Detail. A shawarma bowl sounds weird. It was a plate. It was a styrofoam plate. With it's a like little... a burrito bowl. Yeah. No, burrito bowls actually come in a bowl. Yeah. So not a burrito bowl. Right? So a shawarma plate. <laughs> <is what you're... laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just trying to make it more accessible for the listeners. You yeah, know? that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're a man of the people. Yes, I accept Bitcoin. I uh, accept all major banks. I accept all major bands. Uh, I bought the pause. Big tangerine guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or, or we'll just take it off the next music video you shoot, you know what I mean? Oh, cool. So you're going to owe me $15? Yes. <laughs> Wait, our next music video is going to cost $15? <laughs> I mean, it'll cost whatever you guys can afford. <laughs> We usually just empty our bank account at the time. <laughs> yeah. That's just usually what it is. You're like, how much you got? And we're like, like four to fifty. We're going all in on red. That's that's gonna be all. Yeah, so what we could actually do is we could take our life savings to the casino and we could bet it all on something. <laughs> and then if we win it, we'll give it all to you, and if we lose it, you fund our music video. No. Was <laughs> <laughs> that not appealing? No. Okay, no worries. If we win, we give half, which is what we bet to Matt. Which is what then, we would have given him anyway. And then we stay even. And then if, if we, we lose, lose, we're in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we're just joking. We're very fiscally responsible. <laughs> we have a steady income stream, and we're pretty rich. <laughs> <laughs> to be determined. <laughs> to be determined. I have a lot of PC points. <laughs> That's- well, like go to the grocery store with me, you're, you're 
If you can buy a lot of cola. You're gonna get about 30 bucks yeah. off your, no. <laughs> your head of broccoli. Yeah. yeah. No, if you're we're, feeling dangerous in college. We're in the joke zone. We can reel it in if you guys want to keep it serious. What's your credit score? <laughs> Are your parents proud of you? <laughs> That is how that that was. That is how oh, can I, if you, it, I do you want to follow up on that? Because I do want to follow up on credit scores. Um, oh no! I, okay. Then, yeah. Oh no! What? Don't give me bad news right now. Rob, don't you give me bad news? Whenever this stop recording is going to be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, did it stop recording? Yeah, it had a system overload. What? Uh, I don't know. It's going to be five minutes in. I'm so excited. No, it's like pretty deep. <laughs> it, worst comes to worst when I edit this up, if if the audio on the camera is not that bad, which it is going to be awful, yeah. I, I might Subtitles. try to, uh, No, it's, it's going <laughs> yeah, to Can you subtitle this? Uh, Closed captioning? Yeah, it's kind of jokes. This is kind of jokes too, so I'm going to see which is funnier. If it's funnier to do the original with bad audio, or if it's funnier to do this recreation. Do you think we'll be your most viewed? Um, Tompkins yes. did well on his last one. And that was just me. You know what? Say, do something really controversial right now. <laughs> Absolutely not. No okay. chance. Um, um, then no. In front of Jew on That's controversial enough, no? No. <laughs> Kidding. Uh, you wouldn't take your top off. <laughs> if you rip your shirt clean in half right that's, now. <laughs> I know that that's, that's the type of podcast you want, I know. Yeah. This is a that, not, that plays us into the beer names. I feel like, or the song names. If you ain't if you ain't willing to do that on this podcast and in this in this world, you're never gonna be big. Never. What else did we talk about? We'll edit that out. No, I'm leaving it in. Every <laughs> <is> raw, baby. <laughs> I think. Uh, we moved on to the Great Lakes at that point, and then, I don't know, we were just, we were just kind of floating, and you know what, luckily I kind of glanced over at the screen there and caught it while I was early enough to... Yeah, I'll give you that. You did catch it. <laughs> uh, we only lost 25 minutes of the best comedic gold we've ever laid down on podcast. Let me just say for the record, I killed it. So I'm trying to make fetch happen, Travis. Yeah. <laughs> cool reference. Yeah. Yeah. Shire, my guy. I got him a big mean girl challenge. I, I feel like Gretchen Wieners over here. You know what I mean? Just Gretchen catching Wieners. <laughs> You know, if your computer didn't have so many porn viruses, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Like, this guy still Robbie, uses, this guy still off three favorite porn sets right now. Uh... What? Wait. Is uh, this, what's the other one? You I, 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 don't, I, don't like por- I don't watch porn. I don't watch porn, man. Honestly, the biggest porn. lie in the world. It's what like, do you mean? This guy can't watch porn, he can't watch a movie. This guy would fall asleep. <laughs> this guy would fall asleep. <laughs> I have that never seen the end of a porn. This guy's never finished Who a porn. Who has ever watched the end of a porn? They just fuck. They, that's, you know, that's a lot. They, that's for, get that's it done. You know, have you ever seen those memes where it's like, oh, I get so excited, I'm gonna like watch this whole porn flick, and then like two minutes in, you like rub one out, and then it's like you're done. This you, like, is your the most elaborate meme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I've never seen that meme. 
I'm telling you. Have ever seen that meme called Real Life where this happened last night? Have you ever seen that meme where you're recording a podcast with your friends and it's going really well and just when you hit flow state in the last 25 minutes, your, your computer crashes and you lose it all and you have to recreate it? you ever seen that meme? That would finish the Instagram format picture. Oh, okay, sorry, it's a very popular meme. <laughs> Sorry, did you guys want to finish your papes? Yeah. Uh, I, th I think that, uh, do you guys have anything else you want to touch on? You know what, let's leave it. You guys got any words of wisdom, any final thoughts you want to chat about for True History before we, uh, we close things out here? Mm. Um, <laughs> any words of wisdom? For people trying to do what we're doing? Or yeah, okay, general? you know what, well, yeah, let's, let's chat to you. People maybe thinking about starting a brewery or people that are interested in that. Uh, well, I don't know if I could. I don't know if I personally. We haven't done, done it yet. I mean, we have, but like we're still trying to figure it out. I would say that like. Yeah, you know what? Okay, let, I guess let me. Uh, go on. Let me rephrase it quickly. Any sort of, I guess, advice to people in our age group that are. Sort of going for the things, I mean, uh, like going for the things that they want to do, similar to how you guys have both been, uh, sort of left, like, yeah, the real world to like pursue do something that's a bit off, yeah, to pursue something off the beaten path. Yeah, right? I would say honestly, like it sounds like it's, it's tough to not sound like super cheesy when you say shit like this, yeah. but it's like honestly, just fucking do it. Like one thing I'll say about working on this stuff with. Matt, just again, our thing specifically is that it's we've had a ton of setbacks and a ton of emails or calls that have gone poorly and news that we've gotten where it's just like, oh fuck, that's not how we expected that to go. We have yet but, to like, celebrate like once. That's I, that's not true, but like oh, well, we got into the LCDO. But yeah, that but, was our biggest high five. But it's like I I would say that what's been like super satisfying about it is that. Even like the losses and like subsequent wins, even though all of them haven't come yet, have been fucking satisfying. Just because like it's your own thing and you've done it all on your own accord and like my whole previous work experience has been, and you guys can attest to this too because you're doing your own thing as well, is that it's all been at, for other people and for other people's gain and like yeah you get paid but it's ultimately like you don't get to see the rewards of any of the work you put in, right? And even though like there's been a lot of losses, quote unquote, the win and like figuring out the win is like your own thing and you do it, like you figure it out on your own and it's on your own time and it's like for your own gain and that's like very satisfying. If that makes sense. I don't know if I just rambled a ton there, but it's like, it's a very rewarding feeling. So I'd say for anyone who's just like kind of trucking along and like has other aspirations, just like sounding so fucking douchey right now, I feel like, but it's just like, just do it, man. I would just say, do no, it. Don't. Or woman, just no, do it. No, it's good. Thank you. Don't, yeah. don't romanticize anything, I think, too much. Cause like, I'm not romanticizing no, 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 I'm no, telling, I'm, saying, I'm just I'm saying, saying how yeah. I feel. Like I have No, felt, you're, you're not. I'm saying, cause we were talking about the idea of like, Oh, it's going to be shit. This is, gonna, no, this is, this is, no. this is like kind of a backwards way to do things. <laughs> Guys, trying to make a couple comments here. You're sucking jewel out of a cup. <laughs> stop! Stop sucking jewel. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, don't romanticize things too much. Uh, do like take hold of opportunities and work with them. Because um, we could have easily been like, 
like we're not going to sell it, we're going to do it the right way and like just scrap and claw and try to make this work like, and you know raise the money and make it really but it's like no, like someone came to us and was like hey here's an opportunity, you want to take it? Like, yeah, let's take it and let's do something. Let's be a little bit, mm, let's, we'll figure things out on the fly. We'll, we'll, we'll make it work. You know, it's not exactly what we think we'd want to do. Uh, yeah, I guess like, that's the thing. Like there's so many times where we'd be like, this isn't exactly how we pictured it, but you can't get bogged down on that. Cause if you're just like, well, it's not exactly how we pictured it. So like, why, why yeah, is it worth doing? You're never going to do anything if it's yeah. only, get, will, if you're only willing to do it exactly. So how instead we're it. just going like, okay, we're going to go with the flow. It's not exactly how we think we'd like have wanted to do it, but we're going to do it and we're going to do it to the best of our abilities. And that will give us the opportunity to eventually do the thing that we really want to do. Now that isn't, this isn't the thing that we do really want to do. It's more just like, you know, you have, you have to make some, sometimes you just got to make some like, concessions along the way well i've just I've, I've heard so many success stories um just from being in around entrepreneurs a lot and i've never once heard someone's success story where they said this went exactly how i pictured it and exactly. when i started i had this whole image and it just went along that line it's usually speed bumps blockades and rerouting until you find a way and your story is no different uh and i think that's just what you're trying to say it's like you know, this, this other pathway came up and it's not what you envisioned. It'd be the same thing for Robbie and I, if our music, it'd be like, <clears throat> if our music somehow got successful. If in, you guys were jingle writers. Honestly. And, and it's like, shit, here's a, here's a paycheck, but it's a, a big paycheck and people really like our jingles, but we know that eventually we can turn this music success into, you know, making the albums we want to make down the line or something. You know, it's just like. The path to success is, it may not be exactly as you, as you picture. We have it laid out in our heads, but we, we have no idea where it will go. And you guys, it's not the exact story because the LCBO is still on the, are you fucking kidding me right now? Done, 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 done. Uh, sorry, Robbie's phone rang again. And uh, it's not exactly how you think it would go, but it's, it's still along the pathway. And you guys are going to go with the punches and hopefully we see your stuff in stores in the next 20 days and our listeners you'll be the first to know when it's in the LCBO and you can support these boys uh, that was a fun episode technical difficulties and everything Rob and uh, <laughs> but you know what you'll be the first to hear about true history unless this we, entire podcast breaks down because we'll be <laughs> exactly right because we'll be Travis did not laugh about it he was well. very very upset do I look <laughs> No, but just as like an appropriate way to wrap this all up, I'm ninety percent sure. I look at booze. I'm ninety percent sure I turned off my my mic for a bit of that. Holy fuck! I will literally murder. No, I turned it back on. I turned it back on. Okay, but anyway, boys, they'll pick it up on the other mic. Thanks so much for for coming on thanks so much for supporting our podcast with your beer and we're going to support you guys right back because it was great we appreciate it we man. believe in you guys and it's great to have friends on a cool path because like you said we're doing it together and one way or another either of our successes is gonna benefit our whole friend group and 100 um, <laughs> i just say this is my first podcast experience and i've honestly had a great time that's awesome this is my technical glitches and it was more Love fun it, you know what makes it fun Booze. Booze. Yeah. Booze. We get, this is a. If we ever come on again, if you're ever gracious enough to well, have us, we'll bring on some like more adventurous beers, and we'll just we won't even necessarily have to talk with them. We'll just drink them. Yeah, can, we can, 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 can our next one yeah. be like on location? Let's go to like a dock or a patio or something. Absolutely. Totally. Yeah. Let's go yeah. to a farm field. We we yeah. like 
Sounds like a great place to like have technical difficulties. But yeah, no guys. Yeah, no. I like the kitchen. You know what makes the podcast not fun? Technical difficulties. But you know what it gives it though? Character. Character. You know what it gives it? What? Technical No, that was so much fun, and we'll. Have fun editing this. I won't. But it's gonna be a terrible time. Yeah, you know what? You guys use Lightroom. Lightroom. Big, Trav has actually become quite the expert editor. Expert seems to All right. You know, he knows what he's doing. This one take him more than an hour get through this thing so I will it's gonna take two to three hours with all these tactical difficulties <laughs> this will take about an hour so uh, um, how long do you think this is gonna be at the end of it because we are dragging this on we have said goodbye about seven times but uh, you know I what? feel like let's, eight year olds on the phone like at night being let's say goodbye officially you say goodbye first you okay. hang you say goodbye how do you say goodbye on this podcast like is there well, a specific goodbye well, you know what funny you ask funny you ask because we just found out the other day that a lot of our listeners don't really tune into the end but anyways wow are all your this, listeners you how did you find that out they, because, because <laughs> we, we went to comments because, no because we went to do the end sign off and they couldn't complete it we do a sign-off at the end of every episode that's the exact same, yeah. and two of our most loyal listeners probably listen to every episode. We tried to do the sign-off with them, and we did the first half, and we went to them to do the second half, and they didn't get it. And I'm like, oh, fuck. They don't listen to the But then... They tune out. Then yeah. we had some people reach out that heard that episode and were like, no, we listen to the end. Like, there's a, yeah. there's a few people that listen. I listen to full podcasts. I'm a full podcast Same. fan. Yeah. I think it's personal taste. Yeah, yeah. So I think it was just those guys. But yes, we sign off a podcast with the same thing every time. I don't know if you remember Tompkins if we started it. Uh, no idea. Okay, let's try it. So thanks for coming on, guys. Thanks. This was a great podcast. We'll see how the technical difficulties work out. And we'll see you next... Jams. Jams. No! no. <laughs> we'll see you, we'll you, see you next, next jams. jams. <laughs> we'll see you next jams. Give I, me, what, what is the answer going to be? Let me, let me start it. Thanks for coming on, guys. It's been a great podcast. And we'll see you next week. Tuesday. Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Fat Tuesday. Uh, see you. Spell it out. At C. C I know what it spells. And next Tuesday. Tuesday. See you on Tuesday. Do you yes. record podcasts on Tuesday? Yes. No, but no, we, we release them. I release them on Tuesdays. Sometimes we record them on Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. um, I will have no fun editing this, boys, but I just want to say, again, we appreciate it. That was a legendary podcast with all the errors. Uh, I wish you all the success. Thanks for coming on, and Thank we'll you. see you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Wow. Wow. That was hot. In the car, and I put that on my mama And my bitch call, talking about some drama I swear there ain't no time for women on a comma It's see the pussy or the comma Man, I just wanna go flex Gold on my teeth and on my neck And I'm stone cold with the flex With my squad and I'm smoking up a check Man, I just wanna go flex Gold on my teeth and on my neck And I'm stone cold with the flex with my squad and